Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2Xers, Bill Kasky here, back for another episode of helping you double your business in 2017 and beyond. In today's episode, we're going to talk about this concept of the customer journey. And the reason I think it's important is that if you're in sales or in any kind of leadership role, you have to understand the journey the other person is on. And I think the traditional way we have sold is really kind of worn out a little bit. And here's the way it happens. And the reason I know it's worn out, by the way, is because the closing percentage in most sales organizations is abysmally low. It could be less than 10%, which means that of the 100 proposals you send out, you get uh, an average of 10% or fewer. Now, sometimes people will say, well, wait a minute, I close 40% of my business to my current clients. Yeah, current clients are a little bit different. But if you're going to 2X your business and you're in sales or customer acquisition in any area, you need to understand the customer journey. And I'm going to give you a way to understand that and an assignment here at the end to help you. And I'm going to draw from several different sources here for this. I know when I first got into sales uh, 1,050 years ago, I was told to go establish rapport with the customer. And rapport simply was basically be nice and talk about things that have nothing to do with sales and notice the the antlers on his wall or her, well, probably his wall, uh, notice the stuffed fish in the background, the picture of this person with a celebrity, notice things around their office and that will magically, presto, you'll have rapport. Well, of course, that doesn't work, and it never did, and I don't know why we thought it did, but there's a little bit more advanced way to look at rapport today, and that advanced way is through your telling of their story. Usually what happens when we get in front of a prospect is we start asking questions. We may do a little bit of dialogue up front. Let me tell you why I'm here. Here's what I'm hoping to accomplish today. Are you okay with me asking you some questions? And of course, the prospect typically says yes, because everybody likes to be asked questions of themselves. And then we start in. Sometimes that questioning process appears interrogative. It feels like it needs resistance behind it. So you start asking questions, you pepper the prospect with questions, and at some point they start to say, well, you know, um, where, how long are we going to be doing this? And, and where are we going with this? And I think that's a problem. So I, I would forego the questions, and I would, in, in, in lieu of that, at least up front, start to think about the customer journey, the journey that they are on through life. And I'm going to cite this concept, and, and if you've been in our training before, you've heard me talk about it, and if you haven't, you may have still heard it, and that's the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is a framework made famous by Joseph Campbell in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And 
The Joseph Campbell version of the hero's journey is that we are all on a mission in life. We are all on a journey. And anytime you watch a film or a play or any type of a, a performance, there is a journey that happens. And the way the journey works is as follows. The hero sets out, he, is, he or she is called to an adventure. And think about the great movie, Star Wars, and there's a lot, you know, I, I could go on and cite them all, but rest assured that almost every one of the, them is based on the hero's journey. So the hero is called to go co- accomplish a task. And as they're called to accomplish that task, there's that hesitation. You know, do I really want to do this? Is it really worth it? Am I up to it? Do I have what it takes internally to do it? And at some point, the hero says, yeah, you know what I do. So they set out on this journey. And by the way, I'm not talking here about a physical journey up a mountain, although I might be. I'm talking in the sales world about your customer is on a quest. And the more you understand that quest and all the pitfalls and the, and the odyssey that occurs as they're moving through into that quest, the better you understand that, the more likely you are to be in rapport with them. So the hero sets out on this journey. They run into problems. There's roadblocks and there's uh, evil monsters and there's self-doubt. A lot of times self-doubt is a huge uh, inner resistor to the journey. And at some point along that journey, after they've been at it for a while and and not being successful, who shows up? A guide, an Obi-Wan Kenobi, shows up and helps the the hero around the roadblocks. This guide is typically wise and understands the problems the hero is having and points that person in a different direction, sometimes just a slightly different direction. Think about Think about the guide that you might hire to take you up a mountain, and this person lets you know when the footing is going to be difficult, when there are some uh, sticker or thorn bushes in the way that you have to be careful of where your footing is loose. Maybe there's a a drop-off on the left side, so you want to stay to the right of this next pass. I mean, think about what a guide would do when you're on a journey through the mountains or through the hills, and that's exactly what you do. So the guide, in this case, guess who that is? That's you. You're the guide. You're the guide that helps point out the pitfalls and helps inspire that hero to continue on the journey in a different way and maybe a more suitable way or a more effective way. And at some point, the hero accomplishes the goal and heads back home. Now, let's move it into sales a little bit. In this case, the customer sets out on a journey. Now, this customer may be a buyer for a Fortune 500 company. It may be a CEO of an organization. It really doesn't matter who the buyer is, although obviously it's important you're speaking to the right person. But regardless, this person is on a journey. And chances are they've tried things that haven't worked. Or the external factors have changed. This happens a lot in the technology business, is that the factors have changed. You know, the email business, it used to be that 30% of the time my emails got opened, and then it went down to 20%, and then it went down to 15%, and then it went down to 10%. And now, some emails aren't even making their way to the customer's inbox. So that is something, those are some external factors that have been hoisted in the middle of the journey And this prospect, this this hero, now has to figure that out. And if you have a way to figure that out, you will suddenly find yourself in the guide, what I would call guidership. It's leadership, but it's also guidership. It's the ability you have to comfort the hero, to say, look, I understand your issues. This is not unusual. This happens a lot. Let me share with you how, if you decide to work with us, 
how we might accomplish this. So you have the idea about how this all works. Now the question is, how do you use it in sales and how do you give voice to it? Because you knowing the customer's journey and and the journey that they're on is really good. It's essential. But you being able to give voice to that with the prospect there in the room to let them know that you know that they know (laughs) what they're going through is vital to this. So your takeaway here is I want you to write out the typical customer journey as it relates to your solution. So for example, in my business, here's the way it might sound. I coach and train business-to-business salespeople. And so what happens is an organization wants to take their goods to market and their services, and so they hire a business development person, and then they hire a sales force, and then they add to that sales force. And before you know it, they have 10, 15, 100 salespeople. And then what happens is people get in their comfort zones. They like selling certain things and don't like selling other things. And then the company, in order to prosper long-term, has to introduce new products and new services. And sometimes those services are really good. Sometimes they're not, but the sales team still has to market those and still has to communicate that value to the customer. But if I'm not comfortable communicating the value of a new service, I ain't going to do it. I'm going to default back to what I'm used to, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm pretty good at. And so what happens is companies have new services and new products that never get the time of day in front of a prospect. And a lot of times these new services are where the margin is, is where the profitability is. The same old thing becomes commoditized. And as you go, the traditional services and solutions become commoditized. The new services are hard to sell because the sales team has really not spent a lot of time on it. And what happens is you start to lose salespeople and you start to have a retention issue. And somebody then comes along who looks good on a resume and you go hire them and they're not quite as good as they looked on the resume, not because they're not good people, but because they haven't been able to figure out how to communicate that value because you as the owner or the VP of sales hasn't figured out a way to do it. And then what happens is lots of expenses, recruiting, people who come, people who leave. And what happens then long-term is that the profitability of the firm suffers. And eventually the firm either goes out of business, gets sold, or limps along under-optimized, sub-optimized. So that would be the story, and, and not exactly word for word, but that would be the general story that I would tell a prospect, or if I'm speaking to a group, that's the story I would lead with. Now, why do I do it that way? Because I want people, when they hear that, to say, yeah, that's me. Or that's close to me. The one thing you missed here, Bill, is you said this and not that. But overall, yeah, I can see myself in the story. And that's the goal, Bo Eason, uh, B-O-E-A-S-O-N.com. You can go watch some of his videos. He spends a lot of time on story. And he says the thing about a story is that if you're telling the story in the right way, the customer sees themselves in your story. If you're telling it the wrong way, they have no clue. And at the end, they say, oh, yeah, okay, that's, that's fine, Bill. Uh, thanks a lot for coming in. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Okay, bye. What that means is, doesn't mean they didn't have a need for the product. It meant they didn't see themselves in the story. So I want you to write out what is the customer story in your world. Let's just take your average constituent. Let's say you're calling on a VP of marketing. What is their story? Where are their struggles What have they tried to do to fix these things and and it hasn't worked? What are some of the things that have external factors that have been put upon them as they've gone through this process and they don't know what to do about them? 
So I want you just to start writing the story of your customer. This will tell you, this may be an eye-opening experience here, by the way, this will tell you how much you really know about your customers. If you struggle to tell this story, you probably don't know enough about your customer or the journey they're on, the odyssey that they're on. And if you don't know what a journey they're on, it's going to be very hard for you to meet them and have them see you as the guide. Remember, first thing you have to keep in mind, you are never the hero. You're never the hero in this situation. Now, you might be the hero of your own story, but this story has nothing to do with you. This is about the customer. Number one, you're never the hero. You're always the guide. And the more adept you are at telling this story to the prospect, the more likely they are to either find themselves in it or get rid of you. And I'm okay with either answer because sometimes your story might repel people and that's totally okay too. But I think most of the time it'll have a way to attract people. So I want you to start working on that. Work on the story, write it out and and be specific and think about the hero's journey as you're writing it. Think about all of the different things that they struggle with, the roadblocks that have been hoisted in their way. And, And don't forget to talk about the internal resistance too. Because sometimes people will get through the into the story and they'll have self-doubt. You know, can I really fix this problem? Am I really up for it? Does anybody have a solution to my problem? So I want you to work on that. Let me know what happens. See you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.